In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome to this, the second week of our wonderful new format here on the Million Dollar Mindset. I'm so excited because if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I love, 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 love interviewing the amazing guests we've had on this show. And they are powerful examples of the Million Dollar Mindset. And it's still such an important part of this show. But beginning last week, we started to take on callers who would like to experience life or business coaching here on the Million Dollar Mindset. And, you know, the people who are calling in are fabulous, successful people who feel that they might just have a belief or an old memory or an external situation or just don't know what the next step step is, but there's just something standing in their way. And I've invited them onto the show and I'm inviting you onto the show to see what the missing ingredients are and to see if we can work together to get you over the hump. So if you're not clear on your vision or don't know what the next steps are, you feel like there's just something in your way, don't forget, you can email me in advance and set up a time to come onto the show or you can simply call in at 877-864-864. Four eight six nine. So we have a caller on the line, and Lillian, I'd love to welcome you to the show. Thanks for calling in. Well, thank you very much for accepting me. I'm delighted. Absolutely. I am too, Lillian. I did receive an email from you, and uh, you are the proud owner of another Internet Talk radio station. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And you'd like to get that station up there and in the ranks. And so let's talk a little bit about that. What do you think is is keeping you stuck in this transition? Do you have an idea? No, I, I have a sort of idea. But every time I try to get someone to help me with it, it just sort of falls flat. So I know that it has mm-hmm. to come from me first before <laughs> anybody else can help me with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yay. And Lillian, that's the first step. That's a great realization. So, so what, what would you like to achieve in this time we have together today? How specifically do you think I can help you? Well, specifically, I would like to find a way of how to attract sponsors and people to come and advertise on my internet radio station so I can bring in a revenue 
Last okay. year I broke even, but this year I didn't go anywhere, and 2011 is right around the block. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, so how long have you been broadcasting? Four years. I'm going into my fifth year in 2011. Okay, and you broke even last year. That's that's uh, that's wonderful. Congratulations! That's Thank great you. To have a break even in your third. That's wonderful. So so you are getting there, Lillian. So first, I would say make sure you stop and celebrate the successes because that is so important to do. Um, and you've got some great hosts on your station. Um, and some some great contact. I'm just making that assumption, but I am going to go back and listen to some. Um, And so are your hosts helping you with sponsorship packages? No, I can't really seem to motivate them, even though they understand that they'll get some of the monies. They get a percentage Mm -hmm. when they bring people in. And every time that person renews a package with us, they get a percentage of that as well. And I'm talking okay. about the gross. I'm not talking about the net. Okay. So so that's all fine and well. But let me tell you, if you don't have somebody who has the personality of a salesperson, okay, um, that personality type, that is not going to motivate them. And odds are, if you have a lot of self-help kind of content on your station, those people are not going to be motivated by the money no matter how poor they are because that's just not in their personality type. So the first thing that I... I would say to you is to try and to attract some additional hosts who have a different personality type, okay? Um, some who have a sales background or sales experience, some who are really highly motivated by challenge and um, change and money. Um, and so how do you do that? You go out looking for them and you solicit them to become hosts. Um, you can approach to one of two ways. Either they can pay for play. Um, In other words, they pay to be on your station. Um, Or they can be motivated by incentive to bring on sponsors. So is that making sense so far? Yes, it sure does. Okay. So that's that's one of the things you can do. Now, um, creating awareness is really going to become important for you because you're not going to attract sponsors if you don't have the numbers, right? Right. Um, So motivating your hosts to get their listenership up there and really build numbers is important. And you want to treat them even though, are they currently paying to be on your station? Yes, they are. They they are, okay. Um, So you want to motivate them to get their numbers up. Uh, So do you have a solid plan that you can give them step-by-step and help them or a a brainstorming activity in place, mastermind activity where you all get together and brainstorm on the different ways to do that? I do. I do. I call it my advisory board and Mm -hmm. all the talk show hosts get together and we kind of switch ideas and we come up with some things because I tell them the company is only as good as they are. I'm the mm-hmm. person who put it together, the framework, and I kind of steer it like the rudder of a ship, but they're mm-hmm. the ones who make the difference and make the station what it is. Right, right. And, you know, you can base, um, you know, since they're paying, they, they pay for play, um, 
you don't necessarily want to kick them off if they don't play nice in the sandbox, but you can certainly base um, some incentives that will motivate them on their listenership. So I would also suggest, Lillian, that you talk to each of your hosts individually and see what motivates them. It may not be money. It may be, you know, fame. It may be the ability to reach out and touch and help more people. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have to excite people based on what their individual motivators are. So I would definitely have that conversation. Okay, too. that sounds pretty good. I know that CBS came last year and raided my station and enticed two of my talk show hosts away to work on their terrestrial station. Oh, okay. So, well, that says something about your recruiting ability. Yes, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Now, you know, what did they use to entice them away? Do you know? Well, a lot of people think being on a terrestrial radio station carries more weight than being on an internet talk radio station. Mm-hmm. But I know from reading and experience that the terrestrial radio stations are dying. Yeah. They're having trouble getting advertisers in. So... And there's only so much room on CNN, ABC, CBS, and a lot of those folks are being laid off as well. Mm-hmm. Because I've been told, I've bumped into a lot of directors and producers on LinkedIn from these places, and they've been out of work for two plus years because they cannot yeah. get the type of job with the monies that they used to get because yeah. it's not out there. Yeah, so I right. think a lot of it is that a lot of these people need to have what I call new brain sets because they want things to be the way they were, and they're not going to go back that way ever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so um, thinking like the hosts that were lured away, um, I'm guessing that... They were lured away because of a contract. They're not getting paid. And what I'm trying to tell my hosts, if they can hang tough, when Uh I start making a profit, I'll start paying them a salary, and I'll start offering them benefits. Mm-hmm. Do you share the big picture vision with them? Yes. They all okay. know where I'm, where I'm trying to go. Okay. So that's going to be really important to get them excited and to have those frequent phone calls and be that team. Um, but I would really suggest you start looking at your hosts and before bringing them on, before accepting them simply for the contract, um, really, really also if, if you're looking at get, bringing in advertisers' revenue. Now, if you have enough hosts who are paying enough money, advertising revenue may not be um, really needed. Well, I'm also going to be offering other services, and I just need to get some of these services up and running because once I bring in the revenue, of course, I want to break out into video as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So so getting that revenue up there, I, I would say maybe interviewing or seeking out, just like CBS did you know, on your station, seek out hosts that you think might have that salesperson type personality side to them. In other words, they like to be motivated by money and incentive and and achieving goals that are incentive based. And, and probably the networking as well, because yeah. you don't know who you are really going to bump into. Yeah. And some of these people have contacts all over the place, mm-hmm. and so it's a good opportunity for them to expand their network. 
Yeah. And who we only have about a minute until our break, Lillian, but I would like you to think about, you know, what's, what corporations are out there that really, really meet your vision? You know, who else is out there corporate-wise who, who may have some sponsorship dollars? Um, because let's face it, sponsoring an internet radio station um, is not to them huge, huge, huge money. To us it is, but to them it's not. And so who really has your vision as part of their vision? And, um, you know, start approaching companies like that. Okay, that sounds very good. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Keep me posted, okay, Lillian? I can't wait to see your success and and how it unravels for you. Okay, thanks very much. All right, bye, Lillian. Bye-bye. So that was fun. Lillian has what an amazing company, and I know that I know that she can uh, take this to the next level. So if you'd like to call in for some coaching today, please don't hesitate. Eight seven seven eight six four four eight six nine. Call in for some million dollar mindset coaching, and we'll have some fun. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Hello. Today we are looking at the correct way to eat corny dogs and fried chicken with a fork. Not. This is not your hair in a bun with pearls on etiquette class. It's time for How Not to Act with Melanie Broyles. Mondays at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Be here as Melanie shows us how practicing good manners should be a way of life, how poise and self-confidence help young people feel good about themselves, and how a child of a healthy self-esteem becomes the adult with a positive sense of self. Royals understands that etiquette is a sensitive topic and has found ways to use humor to make etiquette more fun. For more on Melanie and her programs, go to etiquettestlouis.com. Etiquette is not about impressing people. It's about using kindness, courtesy, and respect in every part of our daily lives. Melanie feels that every Everyone should have the opportunity to feel comfortable in social and business situations. So be here for How Not to Act with Melanie Broyles. Mondays at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 Central on toginet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. 
Well, I hope that Lillian got some new ideas for her internet radio station. She sounds like a fabulous woman. And we're going to talk to somebody else in a minute. I just want to ask you to think about your vision for 2011. What is your vision? Really take some time to isolate. Think about what's going to change between now and then. And then think about what limiting beliefs, what thoughts, what external blocks, what internal blocks might stand in the way of making that happen. And those are the things that we can talk about here on the Million Dollar Mindset when you call in. And the number is 877-864-4869. And now we're going to take a call from Sarah. Sarah, welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset. Hi, Marla. How are you today? I'm really good. How are you today, Sarah? I am warm and fine. Thank you for asking. <laughs> oh, warm is good. It's about 16 degrees here in Chicago. <laughs> oh, well, it's about 37 here outside of Philadelphia. Maybe I'm probably up up the degrees a little oh, bit, but it's, it's refreshing. Good. That's pretty good. So, Sarah, tell us what we can help you with today. What's going on? I have a frog in my throat. I guess. <laughs> uh, excuse me. I don't um, I thought I did. I have water right here, and I thought I got rid of it before I got on air. Um, well, I think we spoke a little bit, you know, when I emailed you. Actually, it was funny how <laughs> it got flipped to the publicist. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how that kind of worked out. Yeah. Um, with everything in the personal, without having to get into it, because I'm stuck on one thing there. What's concerning me now is that is it transcending over into the business. My business is very successful. Um, I enjoy what I do. I'm a multi-business owner, and I don't want that to cross over, the personal to cross over into right. into business. I try and keep it separate, I mean, unless it's my closest friends, um, due to, you know, the the issue that is happening, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I have to live with that. I, I'm living with it daily. Okay. And okay. that's the hardest thing, and I don't want it to transcend, even though I've poured yeah. myself probably even more into work than I ever have before. That can happen, but I'll tell you, Sarah, then comes burnout, you know, when we try and run from the things that are really kind of uh, taking over internally, and we pour ourselves into the business. You can keep going like that for a year or so, probably. You sound like <laughs> a high-energy person, <laughs> but are you going to have life balance and happiness? I'm not so sure. So, so let's work on this personal thing that you feel is pouring over into the business. Um, I, I don't know how much you're willing to share. Can you tell us a little bit about what's been going on? Well, sure. I mean, my life is an open book. I, I really have no issue. I mean, I, I can't, you know, I, um, I, there are some other issues that I can't get into with it. Um, basically, you know, in a nutshell, um, I was away for a period of time um, and um, came back to... Uh, find that someone had moved into my home and changed her address to my address and basically lived my life (laughs) to a certain degree. It seems that she was back and forth, and I I think the ball started to unravel when I dropped the fax film and just saw everything. Because So it's lies and deception, and there is no communication. So when I came back, um, the person left like 15 hours later. There was communication up until July, and then it just totally shut down. And, of course, I live with it daily, and, um, you know, things are still here. Um, I tried to shake the tree by going to my attorney and saying, okay, 
and just a total emotional shutdown on his level. I've never seen this person. But this other person has, has kind of weaved her way in and out of my life for a period of time. And I should have seen it, and we tried to work it out, but I don't know how 100%. So he was behind it. So I was left when I came home to kickstart the businesses um, to bills overdue. You know, it's, I'm not a victim. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not crying in my beer. Um, I have regained and gotten fabulous new clients. I mean, because PR is my love PR. Um, I love, it's not about the money to me. It's about watching my clients succeed. That's okay. my adrenaline rush. So, Sarah, but, let me get a little clarity here. Let me get a little clarity. You left. Are you still married? No, I was not married. No, no, no. Oh, you I'm were- a widow. I, I'm a widow. I was a widow at the age of 36. So this is someone that I've been because I'm confused because you're going back to he and she. So, oh, so in other words, your significant other brought yeah. another woman into the home. Yes. Oh, heck, you know, kid. Somebody came home to a big surprise. All right. Yeah, she was even. She even said so much as that she cleaned my home, and I'm like, well. What? So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, great. Okay. Well, you left me all these bills and yeah. uh, all your crap is still here and I want you out of my life, right? Well, oh, he had pretty much moved on at that point. Um, they're still local. And, okay. Um, so I have, you know, they're, they're still local. But it was just funny because um, I was missing pieces of uh, jewelry. And that's oh. when it really started to kind of unravel. Yeah, yeah. And a total shutdown on his part. And, you know, it was, it's not so much the double life. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of grew up with that, so it's funny. Um, I'm a captain's daughter. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I grew up with, okay, okay you're going to go out on a nine-month cruise. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look what you've attracted now. You know, I, you're, still, you're still I, out there on that cruise ship, yeah. I, hello. <laughs> but, it, you know, it was once it started to unfold, that's... Yeah. When okay. it really set in, and the fact that I have to deal with it okay. on a daily basis, that this person, you know, went through my things, and is having mail sent to my post office box, which I, I really don't understand. But hey, no. no, yeah, okay. So Sarah, you know, for the for the sake of being able to help you today and really hone in, <laughs> I want I have a because, sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you do. You have a great sense of humor about it. And let's I face it, I think this is a whole package of coaching. But you know, we want. <laughs> Thank you, Marla. If my office chair reclined, I would. <laughs> oh, girl, let's get you some momentum, though. So, so tell me, if you could take one piece of this whole big puzzle and think about what is really still bothering you the most about it today, and I know it's probably hard to pick out the most, um, but what is what feels most significant that we can address here today to get you some forward momentum? I think closure. I, I will never know what actually transpired in this house. I mean, I yeah. have bits and pieces of it thanks to the facts film. Um, oh, my. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I think closure because, you know, I, I don't think this person will ever really own up to, yeah. I don't think they can. No. I think the heart is too intense for for him yeah. and doesn't know how to, and I tried to shake the tree. So for me, yes, I have. I moved on um, to a degree, but it's it's the closure, and I don't like um, not have – well, of course, it's out of my control. So it, that's yeah. – yeah, hello. I, yeah. You know, being a captain's daughter, I've always had control. I have control over my businesses. I have control over what I do. 
Right, but not but it's this. this part I have no control over that really drives me crazy, and I don't want it to transcend in my business. That's what I'm most well, afraid of because I love my business. I love yeah. working with my clients. Yeah. So, so first a comment, then a question, Sarah. Uh-oh. So. Um, the, the comment is um, to try and put that worry that it's going to transcend into your business aside for a little while because it can do that, yes, but you're a successful business owner. You know what it takes to keep a business running and ticking. Um, at this point, you have not let, allowed this to transcend over to your business. So try and take a deep breath and give yourself permission to put that on the back burner, and that's going to clear a lot of your energy up right there, right? Okay. Um, my question for you is to please define to us what does closure mean to you in Ooh. this instance? Oh, wow. I guess having the answers. Okay. I'm not t- I, 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 my father always, <laughs> it's funny, everybody always says this to me. Um, my father always said, you know, you have, if you don't ask the question, you're not going to get the answer. So, you know, no question is ever a stupid question. So I do ask a lot of questions. Um, so, of course, I, I would like to know mm-hmm. what exactly. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. What and that, and that, that brings us back to your, your, your control, which yeah, is right now one of your values, um, which <laughs> can always change, okay? Because as a good business owner, you probably also know that letting go of control is what gives you control. Yes. And yeah. I and it's funny because I do tell that to my clients. A part of growth uh-huh. is letting go of that control and putting people that you trust in those areas. That of course, you know, I, I owned brick and mortar, so I, I I remember sitting in my store, going, "What am I doing wrong?" And it's not that yeah. you're doing anything wrong. You just don't have enough hours in the day, and you have yeah. to delegate. Yeah. So I'm trying to delegate this, and it doesn't want to seem. It doesn't go. <laughs> it's not being. It's like okay, I'm turning it over, and it's not. And that's what I think is intrinsically driving me crazy, to a yeah. certain degree. I mean, yeah. me. I don't yeah. let it. You know. Yeah. I understand. Okay, so Sarah, um, you also know, and and, and I know you know these things, we just sometimes need to be really reminded that the only control that you have here and the only answers that you are truly able to get without driving yourself crazy are the ones from within you. Mm -hmm. And so what are the important questions for you to ask? Well, one of them is going to be, do these people have the right to live inside of my head? They've already lived inside of my home. They don't have a right to live inside of my head, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how you can take back control. It's taking back control over you and your thoughts. Um, so ask yourself that. Do, do these people have the right to live inside of my head, too? And I think you'll know the answer to that one. No. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so... <laughs> Two, to regain control, you want to think about the things that you truly can control. And you can ask them all the questions you want. You can ask your neighbors. You can ask your friends. You can ask whomever was involved. But the only truth is going to come from inside of you. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so... Yes, Mom. Yes, Mom. Yes, Miss Coach. <laughs> and so, what is one pervading thought that you can let go of? I want you to think about this during break. And we're going to go into a break in a few seconds. And if you have a few minutes to stay, I'd love to take you into the next segment a little oh, bit. Sure. 
Okay, because I'd like you to think about what is one pervading thought that you have or one chronic action that you have deemed an unhealthy, emotionally unhealthy action that you can regain control over by reframing it, reframing it so it's healthy. And while we go into break, um, I'd like you to think about that and we'll come back with your answer. And folks, you can dial in today at 877-864-4869. Join us here on The Million Dollar Mindset. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's The Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Togenet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on Togenet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairytaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude. And Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome back. We're here with Sarah. And Sarah, going into break, I asked you to identify one thought and or action that you can reframe so you can take back some control. What would that be? Wow. That's a hard one. It is, yeah. It's it's very hard. Um, The thing that comes back that keeps going through my mind is probably alone. And And when I say alone, I am comfortable within my own skin. Mm-hmm. But I'm also the last surviving member of my family. Okay. So I okay. think that may play into it, and I'm not sure if that's what you're looking for. Um, exactly. It, 
you know what? I'm not looking for anything. Sure. You are. Fine. So this is okay. perfect. Fine. This is perfect. It really, what I love about your answer, Sarah, is it shows us how deep to the core this goes for you. Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> this whole situation, you know, really isn't about what it looks like on the surface, is it? It isn't about the betrayal and someone being in your house. It's about, wow, now I really feel alone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah I, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, the betrayal is one thing. I can, you know, you mm-hmm. can, you get through it. And unfortunately, I have to live with it on a daily basis. Every time I come in the home, um, everywhere I look, everything I pick up, uh, you know, that that's not. You know, I think I've gotten through that. It's but it, being the last, I wonder why. Um, they say the best for last. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how I've always said it. Um, when uh, people ask me, I'm like, no, they saved the best for last. Um, I never expected to be the last person standing. So by being the last person standing, I think I've instilled into my business practices a probably different kind of compassion that most other publicists have because I, I'm, I'm different. I'm not like the others, and I've always been told that. I kind of, I'm in the middle of the room. I'm not waiting to be asked to dance. Yeah. And I've yeah. always been that way, and I want to remain that way. But I think the, uh, you know, and like I did say, I mentioned previously, um, I am comfortable within my own skin. I have no problem spending Saturday night home reading a good book. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. It's not that I have to be at every networking event that comes down the pike because if I just saw you last night, what are you bringing me to the table? So I've diversified my business just for that reason. Because mm-hmm. also and in the market, you know, as we all know, I was listening to your previous call, the market is, is changing and it's changing it rapidly. So, yeah. you know, us as publicists have to reach out to different sources for our clients, which I have intrinsically right. done. Right, you have. Success. And so so there's this kind of deeper-seated issue, this, this I'm alone issue that you have learned to um, deal with, but you've also put a pretty face on it. I mean, you found mm-hmm. a way to, to make it a plus and bring you a greater strength in your business. But there's somewhere on this plane that you haven't, you haven't balanced it yet. And so how can you balance that, that awareness, that newer piece of this awareness that, wow, now I'm alone? Um, how can you balance that and start to, what do you want? I mean, do, what, what would help you resolve that? What, what would that look like? Marla, that's why I'm calling you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you turned the table on the publicist here today. Oh, other day. you got it, girl. You got it because <laughs> this is about you, Sarah, not me. So what do you want? What, and it's what would not, change? And it's never been about me. So I have a hard time, you know, when, when people interview me, it's not about me, um, wow. you know. It is. It is right now. It is right now. And everybody who's listening who knows me, hello. (laughs) And maybe it's time that you start accepting that because you know what? That is part of the alone feeling for you. Maybe that's it. Yeah. It absolutely is it. It's part of it at least. You never let it be about you. And so where can you go for that nurturance? How can you, you know, maybe identify some ways that, allows it to be about you Mm. look at the relationships in your life sarah where can you go with those relationships (laughs) where it's about you well yeah i mean well yeah uh yeah i i you know i I, oh yeah you got me speechless and that's very unusual for sarah (laughs) i Uh, can tell right maybe the third time in my life of 51 years um 
Well, granted, yeah, I dated my father, and I think we're, we we dated. I dated my father, knowing that, but it was comfort. I mean, it wasn't comfort. But there was a camaraderie. There was a true friendship there. Yeah, yeah. And that friend, it, and it's not that it, it had. Well, of course, it's been breached, but there's still this ongoing tie that I can't seem to get rid of. That okay, go. You know, because the stuff is still here. His items are still here. Pack it up, baby. Pack I, it up. I I did. And yep. I had to bring an attorney into it, and they're like, okay, we have to, you know, like, you've, you've been gone since, you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah. okay, go. Uh, okay. You, you, you so, were here for two hours, so why didn't you take your crap then? It, it's yeah. go. Go. Bye. Yeah. See ya. Adios. Yeah, yeah that's exactly have, Pack nope. it up. You've got 24 hours. It's on the front porch. Bye-bye. Um, Sir, can I give you some homework? Oh, Sure. <laughs> okay. I didn't know I was getting homework today, Marla. You're getting I, homework. You're I, I hope my clients there. aren't listening. It's going to be like, Sarah, did you do your homework? Because this is all about you. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I think it, it is the aloneness, and, it, and it's getting yeah. through it. And yeah. it's... Well, it's not just getting through it, Sarah. It's about changing it. Okay? Yes. And I'm having it's... that hard time, like, the, the knob is half turned, and it's like, duh. Uh-huh, yeah. And, and I get very frustrated you step in and create some different kind of change and a different momentum, it, the, the, the knot's going to stay there to some degree. You have done a phenomenal job. Phenomenal, phenomenal. <laughs> now it's time to take it to the next level. So, Sarah, if you would sit down and do some journaling around this, around not, not around, you know, digging in the past or your hurt or your feelings or your pain or the reminders, but about what not so alone would look like to you? What would a true partnership look like to you? And what would it look like in your friendships? Where can Sarah go for the nurturing? Where can she go for the Sarah time? Where can you go to brainstorm when you need to brainstorm? Where can you go for a shoulder to cry on? Um, what does the new relationship that's coming into your life look like? And, and it's not your father all over again. Start doing some journaling about that, and that's step one to creating change. Wow. And it's funny because I am writing a book. There and you go. Because when you said that I am writing a book, uh, I have to get a really quirky title for it because it wouldn't be me if it wasn't uh, quirky. Right. But it is as I write. Yeah. I do go back into that. I haven't hit what you – I haven't hit that, but I've gone back into um, the, the past and – because yeah. I, I live with all, I mean, the house, you know, it has ghosts. I mean, I, I, I live in my grandfather's house that I inherited. So they're here. Mm. And I have absolutely no problem, you know, speaking with them. They do mm. kind of strange and quirky things, which is really cool. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Say, so who's here? Yeah. Papa, Grandma. But I have started that. So there have been, I have on my own, before you said that, which is really kind of bizarre, because I had a funny feeling you were going down that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Opened the door to that as for the new relationship i have to that is going to be hard for me because i'm going to of course me being me i'm going to look at it as a new business yeah well sit down some journaling about that and i would love to hear from you to know how that went okay sarah not a problem (laughs) so much for opening up and for being here with us today no i appreciate it and thank you for turning the tables on a publicist <laughs> when, uh, it's my job. <laughs> uh, when you did that, I was like, oh, I stepped in. Dang, it. <laughs> she did that. That's too cute. Thank you, Sarah. We'll talk no, again. No, thank you, Marla. We will chat okay. again. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. 
Oh, how fun was that? I think Sarah is just going to really, really go in a whole new direction now. I love it. And we have another caller on the line, and I'd like to welcome Tess to the show. Hello, Tess. Hi, Marla. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thanks so much for calling in. How are you today? I'm doing good. Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to talking to you. You did Thank you. Contact me prior to the show, and uh, you said you're you you know are ready to achieve an even higher level in your business. That you're doing pretty good, but you're ready to get to that next level. And there's something that's just in your way. Yeah, seems seems like it. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just that I need to be patient and it's time or something. I don't know. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. So let me ask you, do you have your your vision in place for this next year? I don't know if it's yeah, I mean I, I definitely know what I want and I've stopped putting a time frame on it because that has kind of been frustrating because um, after writing my first book, I kind of expected everything to happen right away, and it didn't. I mean, small things happened. Yeah. So I've stopped putting a time frame on stuff. Um, but I sure would be, you know, happy to have some things happen this year or sooner. Okay. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about your business. I have been a vegan chef. Well, I'm a vegan chef, and I, you know, used to do catering and personal chefing. I've kind of gotten away from that. I do a lot of cooking classes, and I've written um, two books. One is a second edition, and the other one was published um, this past summer, late summer. I think it came out in August. And so um, the, the core of what I do is um, what I feel like the core of it is empowering, and it's almost always women, sometimes men, but mostly women, um, to really change their lifestyle. And I think my unique niche is that I empower people with my recipes and guidance. I empower them to really learn that healthy food can taste really delicious. And, and I know it sounds really simple, but... People, you know, the people that really know what I do and are familiar with it and have my books and use them, um, tell me that I really hit that like, you know, like they've never experienced it yeah. before. Yeah. So it sounds to me that what is really important to you here is, in addition to you know helping people realize a healthier lifestyle, is reaching the masses because uh, you've written you know two books and um, you sound like you really want to make a, a change on a large scale scale for people. I love that. Right? Yeah, yeah, I love it. And my last, my last book, I felt like my my recent book, I felt like, or ha- you know, hopefully doesn't have had. <laughs> I hopefully it didn't have potential. Hopefully, it still has potential, even though it's been out for a few months. But oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that one is is you know, I, I got a huge endorsement. Um, a major doctor, he's the president of a huge organization. He wrote my foreword, and I mean, the people that have been doing my program have just been like blowing their own minds how well it works yeah. for their health and their weight loss. So it's like, it's frustrating for me to see it working. I mean, I love seeing it working really well, but it's frustrating that it's so limited, you know, I'm so limited with the distribution of it. And so I really want to see it helping more people and in turn helping me and empowering me to to have more of my life that I want. So yeah, I want it to be a win-win-win. Okay, so so that that gives us a lot to work with. This is exciting. Yep. It's like you've just thrown a dog a bone. How exciting for me. We're going to go into break, and when we come back, Tess, we're going to identify a couple steps that you can take to, to really make this happen. 
Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Come be a part of Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio. Her goal is to inspire you to be creative every day. Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio, Monday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on toginet.com. Pat lives and breathes being creative through her quilt design business, but her creativity and interests have no bounds. On her show, she'll be introducing us to guests through interviews and talks that have a creative life. We'll learn more about what goes on in the world of quilting. And since Pat, like many of us, is creative in many ways, she'll also introduce us to creative people in other crafts like knitting, crochet, paper arts, and lots more. Pat is also an author, a lecturer, designer, and cheerleader of many. She's tried her hand at making almost everything you can think of and does many crafts to keep her inspired to create. Check out her website, patsloan.com. What makes Pat most happy is to inspire others to be creative every day. So join us for Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio, Monday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And welcome back. Remember, if you have a million-dollar mindset question or challenge, give us a call, 877-864-4869. And right now, now we're here with the very talented and gifted vegan chef, Tess. Welcome, chef. Welcome, chef, Tess. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, Tess, <laughs> let's face it. The, the key to reaching the masses really you know, is not about uh, publicity alone. It's about having the financial backing to do it, right? And I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. That, so maybe okay. so, I don't know. I'm a one-woman operation here. So. Yeah, and, and so we want you to be comfortable in supporting yourself and feel like you're meeting your goals, and um, that will enable you to step out and promote the book at an even higher level. So we're going to talk about two things really quickly. Um, the first thing is where in your business, and you've got a great website, you offer a lot of wonderful services, where in your business do you see the most bang for your buck in terms of, of what's, your, what's your, your profit center? Where are you making your money? Is it in the coaching? I'm dating an accountant, and uh, I have no idea. I'm, I'm so right-brained. I just do what I do, and I don't even yeah. think like that. And okay. maybe I should, but yeah. um, 
Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, when I do a cooking class and get a pretty huge turnout, that and they all buy a lot of books, hey, that's a really good day. Yeah, and okay. it's usually a really good day for them too. So it's a really that's really fun. It's a um, real fun. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs come to me and and say exactly what you've just said. You know, I just wanted to happen. I don't want to worry about the nuts and bolts. But if you don't know your numbers and you don't know where where your profit center is, you're not going to make it happen because you have to have the money to eat. You have to have the money to be comfortable so the stress doesn't wear on you and you can keep moving forward. So I think that's great that you're dating an accountant. Maybe you can bring a little business into the relationship and have ask them to, to help you with this a little bit. Um, that's a good idea. Yeah. And so what I would suggest, Tess, is that, you know, one of your first steps is identifying that profit center and and really, you know, amping up some of the marketing there so that you have a greater income to put toward greater uh, publicity, okay? Um, is your book, I don't think it is yet, is your book an Amazon bestseller? Is it a bestseller or not yet? Okay. Do you know how to make it an Amazon bestseller? Uh, no. Okay. So this is, this is going to be helpful. Um, you can you can do this yourself if you have the time and the list and and the wherewithal to do it, or you can hire a launch um, expert, a, a launch manager they're called. Um, but basically, if you can identify one day and you know make it about two months out and start marketing like crazy, market to your list, market on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, do some serious marketing around. Asking people to please buy your book at a discounted rate, okay, on um, February 19th on Amazon uh, mm-hmm. to, to assist you in your goal, in your dream of being a best-selling author, okay? If you get, you know, the key with Amazon is you really only need to have a couple hundred sales um, but it all has to be in a short amount of time to be identified as a bestseller. And even if you're a bestseller for one hour, you can call mm-hmm. yourself an Amazon bestseller. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, I've heard of this, but yeah. yeah. And, here, and of course, I'm thinking, well, I don't want to ask people to buy my book because yeah. I figure they've already bought it if they want it. So mm-hmm. um, I would, I, I, yeah, I could do it. I just, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to twist anybody's arm. But, yeah, uh, yeah, but they you don't know, already right? want to buy it. Yeah, yeah, um, they'll do it. You'll be amazed at how many people will do it because simply because they want to help you achieve your dream. And yeah. so you might make some some suggestions, like maybe make it February first and say, you know, this is a great Valentine's gift to somebody you really care about. You know, give right. the gift of health. Find a marketing angle to, mm-hmm. to put on it. And mm-hmm. you'll be amazed. Mm-hmm. The book is not expensive. And for the one day, you're going to lower the price. You're going to lower it to, you know, what, what I forget what it was, fourteen ninety nine. Is that right? Uh, the newest book, I think it's fifteen ninety nine. Yeah, I could okay. lower it for, for yeah. the day, I think. So, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can. And so lower it okay. for that day. Tell them that it's this huge discount. It's a great gift. Please help me achieve my dream of being a bestseller. Now, how does that help you? Well, when you go for your speaking engagements or you are marketing your class to say that you're an Amazon bestselling author um, is going to give you a lot of bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay? I could see your point. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and, and this is just one small thing of many, many, many things you can do. But, you know, get out there, start doing those speaking engagements more. more and then market your classes at those speaking engagements. Um, mm-hmm. You know, really identify I would suggest to you that you sit down with someone, whether it's a coach or a mentor or a business savvy person who knows marketing, create a marketing plan for your books and your business. Um, If you're not looking for financial backing, it's really not so important to have the financial projections. And that's for most people. And I think for you, definitely, the projections are going to be the, the most intimidating part of a business plan. So just work on that marketing plan, okay? And mm-hmm. how, how you can get that book out there and how you can get more cooking classes. Identify where the money is going to come in for you. It sounds like the cooking classes and selling that book in the back of the room is a big money maker for you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've been. I've been traveling and um, I've been lucky enough that I'm getting enough people in places where I can say, can you, you want to put together a class and they'll get people for a class, great. which has been really great because I didn't used to be able to do that. So that's been awesome. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. Now, h- yeah. How can you get on television? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, I love this story. One of my very, very dearest friends was on the Today Show last year. And um, she did that through creating that connection in social media. Okay. Um, And she's a mommy blogger. And she was one of the first successful mommy bloggers out there. And so she, you know, had something to say. And so develop your message. What is your message to the public? Why is it important? What is what is the marketing angle that you can take for different holidays, different times of the year, different, you know, healthy heart week, cancer month, those kinds of things. And start getting those press releases out and start friending people on Facebook and on Twitter who are producers at these big shows. Yeah, I do. I mean, like the Ellen Show, they're following me on Twitter. I mean, I do have, you know, and there's other connections I have too, but um, I, I like your idea about about um, tailoring things to, uh, like, Heart Healthy Week and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I have, and I have, a, um, what do you call it? I have an intern, and she sent out a ton of press releases, but I didn't get a single thing back. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we're sending them to the wrong place, or I don't know, like, yeah. there's something I didn't do right as far as press okay. releases. And I don't okay. know, hey, I'm just kind of figuring all this out myself. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I know. know what I did wrong. <laughs> oh, well, first of all, let me tell you, Tess, you probably did nothing wrong. Um, one thing I learned about press releases is that it takes consistency. That's the most, the second most important, maybe the third most important thing. There are three really important things. First of all, like you said, getting it to the right person. And that may take a phone call or two to determine who the right person is. Okay. Um, secondly, Headlines. Headlines are the most important piece of a press release. Um, how are you sending them through v- uh, via email or fax or how are you sending Their them? Their email. Okay. And I think the headline was "Eat Cheesecake and Skinny Down." Okay. I think that's what it was. I think that's, that's what the headline was. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. I wanted headline. something that would grab people and go, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that's a good headline. Uh, um, is it all right? Yeah, I think, yeah, yep, I have it right yeah. here. East, yeah, that's what it says. Cheesecake mm-hmm. and skinny down. That's cute. Now, if you could have tied that in with something that's going on in the current news today, that would have given you a stronger leg up. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you yeah. one of my favorite examples, a, a, a 
Peer, who is also an author, um, wrote a book uh, targeting getting along with your mother-in-law, okay? And Mm -hmm. when Obama was first considering having his mother-in-law move into the White House, she her press release was Obama's mother-in-law to move into the White House. And then the sub line was um, uh, 101 ways to whatever, uh, to prevent conflict with or learn to get along with your mother-in-law or whatever her book was. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, go out there, keep your intern. I'm so glad to know you have an intern. Keep her focused on the events, the current events, and mm, find okay. clever ways to tie in what you do to current events. And those headlines will really get you somewhere. And the third thing is consistency. I owned a brick and mortar business for a long time, a coffee house. And for the first six to nine months I would send out press releases every single week and got nothing but Hmm. when it opens Mm -hmm. yeah when it opened up when these reporters started saying you know this fat bean coffee house person is always on my desk every week and they started calling me I became the darling of the press here in Chicago I mean Mm -hmm. I was in a newspaper every single week and if I wasn't in it they would call me for leads because I knew so many people um, for other stories uh huh. So, yeah. Consistency. So, who do you send their, their press releases to? I found out who the editors for the entertainment sections were because I did a lot of entertainment and arts at my coffee house. So, for mm-hmm. you, you want to find out not only who the food editors are specifically, but any other uh, any other angle that you can think of that um, would be appropriate for whatever mm-hmm. it is you're sending okay. out. So um, events, events, um, entertainment, and um, food are probably the three angles I would look at for you. Oh, perfect. Events, and I'm sorry, you said events, food, and entertainment, entertainment, what's happening okay. in town kind of thing, and food, and tie that into current events. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, a great idea. Good. Well, I hope this was helpful for you today, Tess. I appreciate you calling in. And, uh, oh, thank I, you. That was yeah. very helpful, and I definitely uh, learned some. I not not what I was expecting. It's very practical, <laughs> uh, <laughs> very practical ideas that I can Good. definitely start to use. Well. We go both ways in coaching. We coach from the inside out, and we offer practical ideas as well. So I'm so, so glad you Absolutely. called Absolutely, yep. Thank you so much, Tess. Good luck. I look forward to hearing about your success, and contact me if you have any other questions. And remember, Thank folks. Thank you so much. Yep. Absolutely. Remember, folks, you can call into the show at 877-864-4869 or contact me via email, marla at marlatabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A dot com. And we'll be here next week with some more guests, some, some more coaching. And I look forward to talking to you all then. Have a fabulous week. This is Marla Tabaka, the Million Dollar Mindset, saying have a great week. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you've always